If you have your Bibles tonight, I would like for you to open them to Luke chapter 7 tonight. We're going to be reading, starting in verse 19, Luke chapter 7, verses 19 through 23. And it says this, And John, calling unto him two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus, saying, Art thou he that should come? Or look we for another? When the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist hath sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come, or look we for another? And in that same hour he cursed many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering and said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard, and that the blind see, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached, and he, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Father, we thank you for this preaching moment that we have tonight. Thank you that every heart is an open and receptive heart tonight that every ear is an open and listening ear tonight. And Father, that we receive all that you have for us tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your miracle working power being in manifestation and demonstration in our midst tonight. Father, in advance, we give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you glory for all that shall transpire in this place and in our lives tonight in the matchless and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Here we have the story about John who is uh, asking questions. You know, John is the one who baptized Jesus in the River Jordan, and he saw heaven open. And uh, John knew from the word that the one that he saw the Spirit descend upon, that he was the Christ. And so John had already given testimony as to who uh, Jesus was, and here it is. John is now coming toward the end of his life, and he has uh, some questions. And many times when we walk through uh, our relationship with God, sometimes questions just uh, come up in our mind, hello, about is God really who he says he is? So you're not the first to ask the question. John baptized Jesus in the Jordan, and he still had questions. But notice that Jesus wasn't afraid of John's questioning. huh? When John's disciples got to him, Jesus didn't immediately start giving out answers. But what Jesus did do is that he started manifesting the anointing that was on his life. You all remember over in Acts chapter 10 where the scripture says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and that Jesus went about doing good, healing all, come on, healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. And so Jesus gave John's disciple a manifestation of what was on his life. He acted it out. He just didn't have words but he knew how to manifest the power. 
And God wants to manifest his power, amen, in this room tonight. And one of the things that I am so thankful about with God is that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he healed then, he heals now, and he will heal tomorrow. Amen. And so we're, we're here now, and there may be people in the room that need healing today where your healing is present in the room tonight. He hasn't changed. Glory to God. Amen. And so, we, again, we're going we're gonna to activate that, that power tonight. And how we're going to get there, the avenue that we're going to get there tonight, amen, it's good to hear history. It's good to hear how Jesus healed, come on, the woman with the issue of blood. It's good to hear how Jesus healed blind Bartimaeus. Why, when we hear these things, when we hear these stories, it sparks faith on the inside of us. Amen. But we, we didn't live in that day. We didn't live in that time. Come on, somebody. We're living in the here, sweet, now and now. And we need to know that he's working now. Amen. I, I need to hear what he's doing now. Again, I appreciate all the testimonies, and I rejoice that I get faith from what I hear in the Word of God, but I want to see him work in my day, in my time, in my hour. Come on. Uh, when I got sick with COVID, I didn't need what he was, I didn't need to hear about 2,000 years ago. It was good, but I needed the healer now. Hello? Amen. I rejoiced with, with, with uh, blind Bartimaeus. Hey, you got healed, but hey, it's my turn now. Don't turn the power off now. Hello? Thank God the leopards got cleansed, but hey, I need my lungs healed now. I need that power to be active now. Hello, if you're here in this place tonight and you have pain in your body, the power is alive and active now. Hallelujah, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead still quickens, still quickens our mortal, mortal bodies, still, still knows how to make these bodies alive, ah, still knows how to get rid of leprosy, still knows how to open blind eyes. But you got to be willing to work, work with him. Come on, his mama got it right when, when he turned the water in the wine, when she told the disciples, listen, Whatever he says to you, do it. Amen. And whatever he says to you in the room tonight, do it. Amen. You're, you're, you're in the room tonight and you're with a group of people tonight that whatever he says, amen, just do it. If he's saying on the inside of you, rise, take up your wheelchair and walk, do it. Amen. Don't sit there and act like you didn't hear nothing. Get up. Walk. Amen. I'm preaching and, and I'm going to say some things and some stuff is going to happen. But whatever he's saying on the inside of you, obey that. Amen. I'm letting you know in advance there's freedom in the room tonight for you to receive your healing. Hallelujah. If he just says stretch your arm forth, you hear that in your spirit. Stretch your arm forth and just wave it. Well, do it. Don't just sit there. You're not going to bother me. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to calm down enough, you know, to where I don't make you uncomfortable because I like the wild. All right. 
I, I love the wild. The more wild it gets, amen. I like it when that guy was screaming, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Huh? I like those kind of meetings. But then you always have people, you know, again, like we talked about last night, where you always have the killjoys who try to tell him, be quiet, shut up, shut up. Don't bother the master. Hello? But he cried out the more, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And he screamed until Jesus stood still. He said, bring him, bring him to me. Amen. How much are you willing to shout tonight? How much are you willing to cry out tonight? Amen. Are you just going to sit and wait? Well, come on. There, there was a, a pool called Bethesda that Jesus went by one day, and it says there were a multitude, multitude of people laying there, but only one person got ministered to. Only one got ministered to that day. Well, that's not the day and the age that, that we live in. Everybody can be ministered to. Amen. The, the healing waters are troubled. Anybody who wants to get in, you can get in. Amen. Come on in. These, these healing waters are wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. How do I get it, Philip? Whatever he says to you, do it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I want to I share with you tonight some, some present day testimonies of things that I've I, I seen him do. Hello? Jesus told John's disciples, said, go back and tell John the things that you've seen, yeah. the things that you heard, the things that you have experienced. Go back and tell John what you saw. What was that going to do? That was going to help uh, assure John's heart, hello, that Jesus was the Christ. Amen. And so the things that I'm going to share with you tonight are just going to reassure your heart that Jesus still heals today. Amen. So we've been going around and just kicking the devil out of people's bodies. And having a good time doing it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, here, uh, before even Brother Hagen went home to, to be with the Lord back in 20, 2023. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That was an open door right there, but I'm, I'm, I'm going past it. Amen. But one of the last meetings that, that we did with, uh, with Brother Hagen, he hadn't preached a whole lot in that meeting. And so normally when he didn't preach a lot in the meeting, the last night of the meeting, he would preach at least two hours. Amen. Is his meeting had his name on it. Hello. He should be the one preaching. So uh, my mind was like, he's going to preach for two hours. So I got to go out. I'm going to go out and help uh, pack up some of the book table so that when service is over, we're not a long time and we could pack up the rest of our stuff and we could go home because we've been away from home for a while and it's time to go home. Hello, somebody. 
And so I had, I had gone out in, in the lobby, and I was uh, starting to pack up some of the books. And one of the singers came out. I think it was one of the singers came out and said, hey, Brother Hagen is calling you. What's he calling me for? Hello? He ain't done nothing all week. He's going to preach two hours. We got a routine here. Don't break our routine. <laughs> and, and so uh, I went back in, and uh, he said, uh, come on up here, Philip. said, we're going we're gonna to have Philip the evangelist preach tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, my mind is not on preaching. My mind is on packing up books. And getting out of here and going home. Hello? And he's like, come on, Philip, and, and preach tonight. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't even know my name. I can't even think of Jesus Webb. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I can't, I'm not in that mindset. Hello, somebody. But a demand is being made. Huh? And so I tried to do a little something, and it just fell flat. No anointing. God wasn't in it. It was dead. And so... Uh, our piano player, Marty, I asked him to come up and do his joy sermon. And Marty went for about seven to ten minutes, and he gave it back to me. And it was dead flat. It just wasn't anything. And so I did what most of us do when we get into trouble. Started praying. Lord, what do we do now? What's next? What, what do we do now? What are we supposed to do? And the Spirit of God dealt with me to minister to people with problems from their waist down. And so I called for a line that night. Anybody that has trouble from your waist down, come on up here. Amen. And you're going to get healed tonight. Praise the Lord. Form a line. Come on. Let's get it done. And so the first person in line was a, a lady who had had knee replacement surgery. Amen. And the reason why I know that is because I, I was asking them, what's wrong with you? And, and she said, I just had knee replacement surgery. And uh, I said, well, what you doing in the line? Got new knees. <laughs> and she said, I just, I want the pain to, to be gone. And I'm thinking, if, well, if you just give it a few days, <laughs> you'll be all right. Hello? Just give it a couple of days. And so anyway, just out of sheer frustration, I laid hands on her, and I said, be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. And when I, when I did, she goes, whoo, whoo, whoo. And she was kind of a stout girl, you know. She ain't no lady if she ain't 280, you know. <laughs> She's kind of stout. You know, and she started jumping. And then she just started picking them up and putting them down. And she's like, I got it. I got it. And it's like, glory to God. Hallelujah. I ain't had nothing to do with that one. <laughs> and so by her grabbing hold, come on, somebody, of that anointing, by her grabbing hold of what she wanted, miracles began, began to happen in the room. People began to get healed. And so it was so many people. After, you know, after one person gets their healing, then people start getting in the line. People are always testing the waters. 
And so we started having healings happen. And so I had to, had to take the line across the front and just kind of go kind of quick to lay hands on people. But I got to a gentleman who had had a stroke. And he was sitting in the chair. And uh, he was just sitting there crippled over from the stroke and, and kind of slobbering. Listen, I'm telling you these things to build faith in your heart. Again, he said, go tell John what you see. What you hear, amen, just not what's possible, but tell him what you're actually experiencing. And so these are things that we're actually experiencing, amen. And, and so uh, I, I came over to him, and you always check in your heart to see how am I supposed to minister to this man? Am I supposed to hit him? <laughs> am I supposed to grab him by the shirt and just throw him in the floor, Hello? How am I supposed to minister to him? And I just sensed it in my heart that I was simply supposed to take him by the hand. And I just gently held his hand and just began to minister the life of God to him. Brother, we release the life of God in your body. Same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead quickens your mortal body, makes your mortal body alive. All the effects of this stroke begin to dissipate and disappear. Because the life of God works in your body. And the life of God is greater than all the effects of this stroke. Life of God is greater. We release that life into your body now. And I'm just kind of gently holding his hand because I don't know if it hurt, you know, squeezing his hand. So I'm just doing it real gently. And all of a sudden, he stood up. And I had to hold my composure because it kind of scared me a little bit. I was, I was expecting the power to work, hello, but I was expecting to have to jerk him or, hello, do something, but he stood up on his own. And the life of God, the anointing of God, began to work in his body, hello, and you could just see the signs of that stroke begin to just dissipate and just disappear, and the next thing you know, he took a step. Then he took another step. Somebody's going to get excited in a minute. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and so I've seen Brother Hagin say, listen, the further you go, the better you go. The better you walk. The further you walk, the better you walk. The further. And so I just started saying it to him. And before it was all over, he was walking across the front, face straight. Come on, somebody. Arms loose. Healed. He's the same. He did it 2,000 years ago, but he's still doing it today. That same power is still active today. Amen. Just a couple of months ago, a few months ago now, I was up in uh, Detroit, Michigan, ministering up there at a friend of mine's church. Amen. And we were having a, a three-day healing seminar, and people were getting healed. They came to be healed, and they were receiving they're healing on the last night that we're, uh, maybe it was the second night, I don't know. I've done so many meetings now. <laughs> One of the nights, amen, I got into, to the end of the line and I wasn't really paying attention, but a lady had come up to the end of the line and uh, I walked back down there and uh, the pastor's wife said she came to be prayed for and, and so I went to, went to touch her and, and she jumped lady did and I didn't know why she was jumping but uh she jumped and after a few seconds she said I can see the lines 
Just started screaming, I can see the lines. I can see the lines. I can, and I didn't know what was going on. Hello. And so I gave the service back to the pastor as soon as possible because it's like I'm taking my mind. I didn't do anything to this lady. I, did, I didn't do anything to her. I didn't do anything. I just barely touched her. And so pastor calmed her down so that she could give her testimony. And she said, what happened was when you, when you touched me, something went into me. And she said, you all know that I have been blind for months now. That my husband has tried to walk me in here. And I haven't been able to maneuver and do things on my own. But she said, I came up by myself tonight. I just made my way up here. And he said, when he touched me, my eyes just popped open. Come on, we didn't, we didn't spend 30 minutes screaming. Come on, we didn't yell at the devil. We didn't do all that kind of stuff. We just touched her. Come on. And the life of God went in her eyes and opened her eyes. And she said, I can see so well that I see the lines in the brick. I can see the lines in the wall. I see, if that was you, you'd be a little bit more excited about that. The same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is active and living and manifesting in this day, in this time that we're living in. Again, thank God for blind Bartimaeus. Thank God for the woman with the issue of blood. But thank God for the things that we're seeing manifested now in this day, in this time, in this hour, in our lives. In our lives. Amen. Somebody say it's manifested in me. Come on, say it again. It's manifested in me. Amen. The life of God, the power of God, the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is manifesting on the inside of you. Glory to God. It's driving out sickness. It's driving out pain. It's driving out disease. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah. Somebody say this right quick. I ain't going to preach this because sometimes when I get over this, amen, I can preach for a while. But say this, this is my time for consistent miracles. Come on, say it again. This is my time for consistent miracles. One more time. This is my time for consistent miracles. Amen. What do you mean? God being in my business. Amen. Me receiving the goodness of God, God manifesting his goodness in my life. Not somebody else telling me a testimony, but God working in me to will and to do of his good. <sighs> somebody shout glory in this place. Amen. I, I ain't preaching long tonight. But I just want to give you some testimonies to stir your faith. We had a lady in our service who had a lazy eye. She was blue-eyed. One went this way, one went that way. Y'all get that later. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and she said, I, I want to I be healed. And I said, well, God knows how to, to strengthen eyes. Amen. And so, again, I just, I just took her by the hand. For just a moment, I said, release the life of God in your body to strengthen your eye muscles. And we call your eye muscles strong now in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are whole. You are well. So just take time for a minute and just thank God that you're healed. And she started thanking God. 
for healing. And as she was doing that, you could watch her eye just begin to move. You see that eye just be strengthened. Amen. Until it was normal with the other eye. Amen. These are things that we've seen. These are things that we've heard. But these are things that we have experienced firsthand. Amen. And her eyes were made whole. And you talk about a young lady. She's like in her 20s. You talk about a young lady being excited. She was excited, amen, that she don't have to spend the rest of her life, amen, with a lazy eye. God heals lazy eyes, not just blind eyes, but even lazy eyes, amen, glory to God. We had another woman in our service. You know, a lot of people deal with diabetes nowadays, huh? And we had a lady in our, in our service that uh, she was to the point to where she couldn't go to the restroom on her own and... We laid hands on her and ministered the life of God to her and commanded her kidneys to start working in the name of Jesus. Kidneys, don't be lazy. Work in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, she sat there. She went and sat down for a while. And I noticed that she got up, went out of service, and she came back in a few moments. And uh, when she came in, she was crying. And, and I said, come here. What's, what's wrong with you? Come here. And uh, she said, well, this is kind of embarrassing, but it's real. She said, after you laid hands on me, the power of God went into me. And she said, I went to the restroom. I just felt that urge to go to the restroom. And I went to the restroom. And she said, I peed. And she said, you don't understand that, what that means if you don't have diabetes. I haven't been able to do that on my own. And she said, my kidneys. These are things that we are experiencing. This is the power of God, amen, being in manifestation, being in demonstration that we're getting to see through our hands. Glory to God. Need y'all to get a little bit more excited tonight. Amen. Because that same power is present to heal in the room tonight. That same power is present to deliver tonight. Amen. And we're grabbing hold of it tonight. We're taking it tonight. Amen. We're leaving this place whole, healthy, sound mind, sound body. Amen. Hallelujah. I know one or two of you might be saying, well, let's just see God do it. Well, we, we, let's say release your faith and let God do it. Whatever he tells you to do. Do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I tell you one or two more? Can you handle one or two more testimonies? Amen. We were in another service. Amen. And I was singing the song, uh, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. And I was, as I was ministering the song, uh, I felt led to come down off the stage and I went back and minister to a lady halfway back in the crowd. And these words came out of my mouth, whatever the enemy has tried to stop and hinder in your life, the power of God is present tonight to change, to sit in order, everything that needs to be in place for that which you desire to come to pass. 
in Jesus' name. And just kind of hit her on the top of the head, amen, and went away. Well, the following year, I, I, I went back there to the church, and she comes with a baby in her arms. And she said, Brother Philip, this is what I was believing for. The doctors had told me that I couldn't have children. <laughs> and she said, you ministered to me that night. And she said, because you spoke that word to me that night, she said, my husband and I, we went home and we put the word to work. <laughs> and I was thinking, well, don't tell me too much. Huh? <laughs> and she said it was that, that, she said it was that night that, that I conceived. And she said, as I went through the pregnancy, she said, my, my body wanted to abort, abort the baby but she said, my body was continually strengthened. Every phase, my body would be strengthened. And she said, we had a perfect delivery. Everything went well. Amen. And she said, every weapon that the enemy tried to form against me through this pregnancy. <laughs> she said, it did not work. And here's. My baby, amen. And I said, what's his name? And she told me his name. And I said, ain't no Philip in there nowhere. <laughs> Great things are happening. Great things are happening. God is good. And not only are, are great things happening through our hands, but God wants great things to happen through your hands. God is looking for people that he can use, amen, to deliver his power to the sick. Come on, to deliver his power to the oppressed. And it takes a boldness to step out, amen, and deliver that power. We were just in Terre Haute, Indiana, and uh, I have a witness to this one. And there was a lady there one night who had a rash on her arms, a real red, real red rash. On her, on her arms, and I just felt led by the Spirit of God to lay my hands on the rash. Just trying to help a few people in here tonight. Amen. And I uh, called her husband up because I didn't want him to meet me outside. <laughs> Hello, putting your hands on my wife's arms like that. <laughs> so I got his permission. <laughs> I got his permission to put my hands on, on her arms. But when I got ready to put my hands on her arms, I had to deal with some thoughts in my mind. Just trying to help you a little bit. Because the enemy says, well, what if that gets off on you? She don't know what this is. This thing could attach itself to you. <laughs> Hello. So then I had the question, am I going to touch it? Or am I just going <laughs> to... <laughs> but the important thing that we have to learn, amen, as those who receive, but also those who give, is that whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says. And so I felt led to, to put my arm, and so my, my hands on her arms, and so I just shut my mind down, and I didn't give my, my mind a, a second chance to recycle that again, because I wouldn't have done it. And so I just put my hands on her arms, and, and we cursed that, whatever it was, amen. And she came back the next day 
Amen. And the majority of it had dried up. Just trying to report to you, amen, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. Today, he's still doing this healing thing. Today, healing is still being manifested today. Amen. But again, he is looking for vessels. He's looking for people that he can use to manifest his glory through. Over here in Mark chapter 16. Then I'm going to lay hands on people tonight. Amen. So if you need healing tonight, amen, get ready for hands to be laid on you. And we're just going to minister the life of God to you tonight. But I just want to say something to, to believers in this room for just a moment tonight. Here in Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 20, says this, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. To every creature. Everybody needs to hear this. Everybody needs to hear this. Everybody needs to hear that Jesus saves. Come on. Everybody needs to hear that Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost. Everybody needs to hear that Jesus still heals. Everybody needs to hear that Jesus is coming again. We need to go preach this gospel to every creature the day, the time that we're living in right now, everybody needs to hear this good news. Amen. Verse 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands. Come on, somebody. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God, and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. The Lord wants to work with us, but we have a responsibility, amen, to go and work the works of him that sent us while it is day. Amen. But one of the main ways that we're able to go out and preach this gospel and to share this gospel is by God doing a work in us. When I, when I had to, to walk through COVID, COVID was a, a very interesting time for me. I never had to walk through a sickness like that before. Most of the time, I just take the word over in Mark, where it says, If you speak unto the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, don't doubt in your heart, but believe those things that you say, it'll come to pass. That's what I use most of the time when something's trying to attack my body. I just talk to it. Not allowed to attack my body. Hello, I had, had gross come up, knots started to come up on my body. Just out of nowhere. What did I do? I didn't get afraid. I just started talking to it. Get out of here. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. You do not have a right to deform my body. Amen. And just talked to them. Amen. And they went away. They just went away. But when COVID hit me, I talked to my body, and it didn't want to listen. 
Have you ever been there? It, it didn't want to listen. And so, amen, the Lord did begin to in, instruct me in things to do and how to walk that thing out. Amen. And it was a process of walking my healing out through COVID. Amen. One of the things, you all know this by now, I love rejoicing. And I've been healed time and time again just through the avenue of the praise cure. Just praising God until all the symptoms and stuff just dissipate and disappear. I came out of a dancing church, amen, and so we just danced our way out of stuff all the time. I mean, we, we used that praise cure. Amen. We, we used it. And again, I saw things on body just be healed over and over again just by acting on that word. But when it came to COVID, that didn't move it. But that scripture just kept coming to me that whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says to you, do it. And I don't know why that is so strong in me tonight, but I believe the Lord has been talking to some of you. And he's been trying to bring you out of the circumstance that you've been in. And you kind of want to get your healing a different way. Kind of want to go down the avenue that you want to go down. And that's what I try to do with COVID. I try to go down my praise avenue, try to go down my confessing avenue. And there was no Holy Ghost hookup. You all know when I, what I mean when I say that, how the Spirit of God will just like, that's the avenue, that's the way, that's the direction. And I couldn't find that, that hookup. And I'm going a little bit longer than what I intended. But I didn't find it until I came to this place called peace. And the Lord was like, stop struggling. Stop trying to get it. Stop trying to confess to get it. It's already done. It's already settled. Just believe that you receive. And just relax. <laughs> For some people, relaxing is easy. Amen. <laughs> but relaxing doesn't necessarily come easy for me. I feel like I got to do something. I got I to gotta be involved. But himself. Come on, bore our sicknesses. He did it himself. He did. And all we have to do is to simply receive what he did for us. We don't have to work to get it. We just simply receive, Father, I receive healing. I receive it now. Thank you that my lungs are whole, that my lungs are clear, that I can breathe again. I just thank you that it's already done, that I don't have to wrestle mm -hmm. to get this thing, that I am healed. And so I had a doctor come into my room and say, Mrs. Slaughter, if you don't go on the ventilator, you're going to die. Well, how many of you know I had a battle? The doctor's saying, if you don't go on the ventilator, you're going to die. And my lungs are telling me, I'm not going to work. Hello? But the Spirit of God is telling me, it's already done. You don't have to go on the ventilator. And so I believe the word over the doctor. I believe the word over my body. huh? 
And I just laid there and I just relaxed and said, it's already done. Father, thank you that it's, it's already done. I'm not going to struggle. I'm not going to try to get it. Amen. And the devil said, you better not go to sleep. Because <laughs> I was struggling to breathe. And I said, I am going to sleep. Amen. And I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be just fine. I'm still going to be here in the land of the living because Jesus got it for me. Jesus got it for me. Amen. And while I'm sleeping, he's working. While I'm sleeping, the power's working. Amen. And I just lay there. Amen. And I just go to sleep. And I woke up in the morning still breathing. Amen. Come on. We, we, we wrestle against the thoughts that come against our mind. The enemy shoots those darts at our minds, telling us you're not going to get over this. You're not going to get through this. You're getting old now. You're supposed to get arthritis because you're getting old. That's a lie. That's right. You're supposed to lose your mind because you're getting old. That's a lie. You're supposed to have pain. you old now. That's a lie. I can talk a little bit more about it now since I'm 61 now. Hello. <laughs> they telling me all this stuff that's supposed to happen to me now. It's a lie. Amen. Amen. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens my mortal body. If Sarah can receive strength to have baby at 90 years old, hello, I can receive strength to keep walking, keep my mind. Hello, be in everybody's business at 90. Come on, the scripture makes it clear that all things are possible. All things are possible to them that believe. I'm not saying that I'm not going to get old, but I am saying I'm going to get older and not be sick. What are you saying? Lord Mabel, Lord Mabel, my feet hurt me so bad. <laughs> I wasn't at the house with you before you left today. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You can either talk about your pains or you can talk about him bearing your pain. He bore it all. And you need friends that you can call and say, Hey, I just want to testify that the life of God is working in me to get a, amen, that I am healed, that I am whole from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Hello. And then they don't turn around and go, well, what about that gout? What about the gout you had in your feet? That's not a friend. People that keep reminding you of what the devil is doing in your body. And if you've been that kind of friend, stop it. Okay, all right. I feel that pastor thing coming on me now. Stop it. Because <laughs> you're not being a friend by them reminding them, well, how's your glaucoma? It got real quiet, didn't it? Just 
Uh, remind one another, hey, the life of God is working on the inside of you. You are healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Aren't you glad that we don't have to be sick anymore? Amen. Aren't you glad that we are free? Amen. Aren't you glad that Jesus paid it all and he paid it in full? Amen. He didn't just pay it until we got 60. He didn't just pay it until we got 70. Come on, somebody. He paid it in full. Come on. When Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, life in abundance to the full. Come on, somebody. To the overflow. He paid it in full so that all of our lives, we can live sickness free. All of our lives, we can live disease free. All of our lives, we can live pain free. But we have to enforce, amen, what he's done for us. My grandmother lived to 106. In her right mind, in everybody's business, at 100 years old, she was still climbing on ladders, still washing windows. Hello? And when she got to be 106, she said, I don't want to be here no more. All my friends and everybody's gone. It's like, well, what about us? Ain't we your friends? <laughs> and so it took her a few days, come on, to wind down. But she didn't wind down from sickness and disease. She, she wound down because she was ready to go. Yeah. Wow. At 106, she had her right mind. You, you knew my grandmother, right? Amen. You didn't meet my grandmother? Met my mom. Okay. Amen. But my grandmother, she was, she was a pistol. <laughs> Amen. And so there needs to be people in the earth that know how to exemplify the life of God living out of this new man that we are in Christ. The people need to see people that live out of that. That's what I live out of. I live out of the life of God. I don't live just by, by the natural anymore. Come on. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of me. It quickens me. It makes me alive. Amen. So when I get up in the morning and my body goes, oh, it tries. It, it, goes, it goes, oh, and I'll go, no. No, you don't. Hello, you don't get to talk to me like that. Don't you dare talk to me like that. Hello? You'll get your little happy self up, and you'll walk these stairs till you get happy. All right. This body obeys me. Okay. These bodies are meant to obey us. Amen. Praise God. Again, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead quickens our mortal bodies.